What's up, everybody? It's Coach Bill Courtney with an army of normal folks. I'm recording this right now on my iPhone because I really wasn't planning on bringing you a special Father's Day episode. But at the last minute, I I thought maybe you might find what I'm about to say thought-provoking. So headed into Father's Day weekend, I thought, why not? It's my own story that we titled, I Was Miserable on Father's Day Until. But before we share it with you, we've got a few messages from our sponsors who make this podcast possible. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're gonna get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this hundred-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess the 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again, the First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances, and the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So a few weeks ago, we were recording some video content. And um, during that, the following is what I had to say about Father's Day. 
I hope you find it meaningful. My dad left home when I was four. And um, we really didn't have much of a relationship. He actually passed not too long ago. And it was my stepbrother that actually told me. And I had nothing to do with it. Um, we had no relationship. And um, there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of, my mother was very well-intentioned and I don't wanna make it sound like she's evil, but there were a lot of guys after that that um, came into my life um, and there were a lot of guys that left. Um, and so as a result, um, Father's Day has always been a really kind of sore spot for me. Um, I didn't even recognize it, but in my early 40s, Lisa pointed out to me, <laughs> more than pointed out, very frustratingly said, you know, quit being an asshole on Father's Day. It's not about you anymore. You have your own children and now you are a father. So I know you can't celebrate Father's Day from a standpoint of celebrating a father, but you can, you can celebrate Father's Day from the standpoint of being a father. And I didn't even recognize that I got miserable on Father's Day, but I, but I did. And, and the truth is, you know, I identified as a, as a kid. I, now I identify with the kids of Manassas a lot more closely than I identified with my own children in terms of my reality. I understand growing up without a father. I understand the, the, the kind of hopelessness and sadness that accompanies not having a father in your life and all that that entails. And, and I understand the, the, the sadness and I understand that when you're a 14, 15 year old strapping guy and you look at the mirror and your father has no interest in you, I understand looking in the mirror and thinking something must be wrong with me. You know, why is it that I lack such value that my own father doesn't even want to spend time with me, especially on Father's Day? And I fought that for many years, and I know many of the kids that played football for me at Manassas fought that for many years. And um, so on the one hand, you see a grown man with a business and some success and been married to his wife for 30 years and these beautiful four children who've grown up well-adjusted and happy and healthy. And you think, oh, well, I know what that guy's life looks like, but the truth is you don't. You have no idea the trauma that uh, preceded the life that I have now. And as a result of that, people have always asked me, how do you think you connected so well with the kids of Manassas being this white business guy? And the truth is, I don't identify as a white business guy. I identify as a kid that came from a, a lot of trauma. And so the truth is I really understand them more and their reality more than I understand my own kids' reality because I didn't grow up like my kids did. Um, so it took a lot of work to get to a place that Father's Day is a happy day around my house, but Lisa whipped my ass into shape like she normally does and now we have good Father's Days, but it took a long time to get there.
So there it is, folks. That's my Father's Day story. I think holidays mean different things to different people, and Father's Day for me really means redemption. My wife and my children, my family, have redeemed me in so many ways. And what I have so much to be thankful for on Father's Day now is the four beautiful children I have and what they have meant in my life and what they have meant to fulfill my life in a place that I was uh, very empty. So to my wife and to my children, to my family, I love you and I thank you. Okay, guys, on the final note, right now, believe believe it or not, we're in the top 15 podcasts in the world on Apple's chart, which is nuts. And it's because of you guys. It's because of the army of normal folks. It's because of our listeners, our subscribers, and uh, candidly, our amazing guests. Um, You know, it'd be crazier if we made it to number one. We're trying. We would like to get to number one, not because we get to put a feather in our hat or we get to pat ourselves on the back. But by going up the chart would mean even more attention, more listeners, and more Army members, and therefore more impact on our community. So, if you're game to go number one with me, the best thing you could do is subscribe on Apple, rate, review us, hopefully with a five-star rating if you think we deserve it, and share this episode and our other episodes and the episodes that come out next week. Share them with others you love, friends. Share my social media, email, and anywhere you can. Together, I genuinely believe we can change this country. It starts with us. It starts with you. Thanks a lot, and I'll see you next time. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse... I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives women history has forgotten. We've always been intrigued by stories of disappearances. Whether it's a fraudster from the 17th century who kept evading the authorities or a novelist who taunted the Nazis and faked her own death, we all want to know, what happened next? To find out, listen to Womanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.